Thank you for tuning in. As always, I'd like to start with this disclaimer. I don't have all the answers, and you don't have all the answers, but the best way to pursue the truth is through open-minded discourse, and I hope to contribute in part to that today with a quick thought. Now, as you know, I'm not really a fan of government regulations. While many of them have a purportedly noble goal, the unintended consequences of even the most innocuous often create great offenses. Even still, sometimes proponents for those laws will argue that the ends are justified. And while I may not always agree, there definitely can be cases in which there are trade-offs and the end result is at least desirable, even if the side effects that are created aren't so desirable. There are, however, far too many cases of such broadly written laws that enforcing them becomes merely enforcing law for law's sake, not for the sake of a good end. A great example of this is the recently revealed story of the woman who rescued cats and dogs in the middle of Hurricane Florence, and because of this was arrested. Why, you may ask? Well, because she took them to her personal home to house them and protect them before turning them into the animal shelter, saving their lives. But since she lacked the proper licensing to house animals, she was swiftly punished. This is a more absurd form of the plague known as occupational licensing. This is the body of regulations which prohibits people from practicing a trade without the proper certification. In theory, this is supposed to protect consumers from being ripped off by untrained individuals who might jeopardize someone's health or cheat someone by promising a service without knowing how to perform the task properly. However, such regulations have gone so far out of hand that in order to even braid hair, you're required to have a license. Now, why is this such a big deal? Well, first, it's another mark against a free society. Technically speaking, any of you who've ever made their own lemonade stand and sold glasses of lemonade and cookies on the side of the road have been in violation of occupational licensing. The absolute insanity of this is beyond words. Without the proper food permits, you're not allowed to serve food in a public space, after all. If someone's going to buy any food off the street, whether it's a nine-year-old's lemonade stand or a New York City falafel truck, they should probably take enough responsibility to understand the risks involved. If private individuals want to be industrious and provide a service on their own and work their way from small to large, I don't think the government has a role in stepping in to prevent them from doing that. Secondly, and more importantly, passing the licensing tests is often arduous and expensive. This means that the lower income brackets are disproportionately targeted and prevented from being industrious and working themselves up from where they are. Want to operate as a small-time haircutter? Well, unless you pass the proper tests and pay the fees up front, you can't. This means that people who can't afford to pay the fees up front without any return are blocked from starting their own ventures. Starting a business is expensive as is. It's a huge risk and you work tirelessly and spend tons of money without guaranteeing any return. The licensing fees are another huge barrier to entry in this way. And you may argue that some jobs need licensing to protect consumers as occupational licensing is intended to. But I would argue that free associations of credibility will and already do crop up in industries where this is important in order to give their own recommendations or licenses of quality. In this way, you don't need to take risks on a vendor you don't wish to if they have the proper certification. 
But the voluntary nature of those associations also means that smaller businesses that can't necessarily afford the licensing aren't blocked from operating in the market, period. This also allows services to be offered at cheaper rates to new lower income bracket clientele as well, meaning not only do you provide help to lower income people by giving them an accessible way to break into a business market, but also by providing them access to services for much cheaper so they can keep more of their disposable income. If you're still not convinced occupational licensing should be abolished entirely, though, one must at least concede that it has become an atrocious monster. While originally it may have been designed in order to prevent people from getting scammed by medical professionals who aren't so professional or other serious occupations, it has become way too big and has become a tool to block out competition of smaller businesses and corner markets in an artificially coerced manner from bigger players in each industry. Now, if you won't join me in calling for the abolition of occupational licensing, at least chant with me for drastic reform. Thanks for spending your time on A Quick Thought. <laughs>